0: I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360. In the words of DMC, I've stood on many stages and held many mics. I've also rocked crowds around the world on the two turntables. I'm here to share my experiences with music and education with you.
1: And it's your boy, Cool Rock, AKA Cool Rock Steve from the legend of these fat boys. I got the hit albums, I got the hit movies, I got all that.
0: Welcome to 360 University. 13th pick in the 1996 NBA Draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Kobe Bryant from Lower Merion High School in Pennsylvania. A coming out party for the high school kid. Yo, yo, this your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360, along with my co-host,
1: legendary cool rock Steve from the legendary fat
0: boys yes yes y'all we back episode 10 of the 360 university podcast and we back in full effect i know we took a couple weeks off man we got things to do we got business to handle you know what i'm saying we running up and down the coast in and out the city doing what we gotta do episode nine was dope what is a legend really like episode nine was classic y'all go back and check it out Episode 8 was classic. You know, we talked about the the TR-808 drum machine and um, all the songs that embodied the 808 drum. You know what I'm saying? It went down so viciously. Um, and Cool Rock is back with us uh, on this episode, just like he was for Episode 9. And we getting it in. Um, this week, we're talking about a whole bunch of things, but the most important thing that happened this past weekend, um, January 26th, we lost... Uh, a a world-known international icon, a basketball legend, NBA legend Kobe Bryant passed away January 26th in a helicopter accident in Calabasas, California. Um, the whole world—I think I, I pictured cool—the uh, world was rotating on its axis. But when the when the news that he and his daughter, man, Gigi, passed away in this in this act this horrific accident, the the Earth uh, paused a little bit on its rotation, man. And then slowly started spinning again. That's how much of the imp- of an impact um, Kobe Bryant had on the world. His daughter was following yeah. in his footsteps. Um, and we're going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? We're here. 360 University is back. You can find us all over the internet. You can find us on all social media platforms where you can find podcasts from Spotify to Facebook, Facebook. Um, all the way to uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can find us all over the place, 360University1. Um, all over the place, 360University1. And you can hit us up, 360Upod at gmail.com if you want to drop us a line. Give us your favorite Kobe Bryant memory, um, you know, or just let us know how much he impacted your life, you know, from 1996 all the way to what, 2000? When was his last year in the NBA? 2015, 14? Um, 2016, 20 years. That's right. 2016, 1996 to 2016, 20 year career with the same organization, the same franchise, the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, LeBron James just passed him, surpassed him as far as um, being the number three um, scoring leader in the NBA in NBA history. But we're gonna go right into a, a song break just to you know bridge the gap. We're going into the light. Um, it was a suggestion by um, Julian from San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? He sent us in the, the, the request to play The Light um, because Kobe Bryant was definitely a light in so many people's um, um, life. Um, uh, you know, athletes, he even won an Oscar. He's, he's just been all around um, business person. And, you know, we're going to celebrate him. We're going to talk about his legacy. Um, but we're going to go into right now Common, one of one of my favorite, and I think a lot of people out there, their favorite, one of their favorite hip-hop songs of all time the light by common and we'll be right back 360 university dj 360 and the co-host
1: cool rap stay
0: yes sir we'll be right back here we go common let's go
2: A love like this Gotta be
0: something for me to write this Queen, I ain't seen you in a minute Wrote this letter And finally decide to send it Sign, sealed, delivered For us to grow together Love has no limit Let's been a slow forever I know your heart is weathered by what does did to you I ain't gonna them Cause I probably did it too Because of you feelings I handle with care Some niggas recognize your life But they can't handle the glare Yes, yes, y'all. We're back. 360 University. 360 University. One on inter- in all over the internet. 360 University. 360 University. We say it over and over again. Make sure you guys subscribe. Hit that like button. Search us. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. We just got through listening to Common. The light. Cool. What you think about that song, man? One of those, one of those feel good songs, right?
1: Yeah, dope song. You know, Common is definitely a uh, uh, very talented. Um, songwriter and lyricist um, so that song there just um, put into context everything about Kobe Bryant pretty much about life period so be um, yeah, a good yeah.
0: song yeah absolutely man shout out matter of fact shout out to our sponsor man um, hella hot hot sauce out there in California you know they doing their thing. He, he just sent me another box, man. I just got another box. I got a couple T-shirts. Yeah, I got a box. So yeah, it was Friday. I just opened it yesterday. Yeah, was what, pretty good stuff in there? Hot, right? Hot as
1: hell. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had the the Cajun. The Cajun um, tears, right? Good. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not one of them. I had to like put the top back on. <laughs> it I, was, I, was probably the I, Forged and Fire, yeah. man. That
0: Forged and Fire is hot as hell god dog. right but yeah man shout i'm a out. spicy
1: food lover but i just can't do some of that stuff spicy wings nuclear that kind of stuff i, I don't mess
0: with that kind of stuff <laughs> right yeah man so <laughs> anybody that's out there about to get your catfish on or your fried chicken or whatever else your bacon and eggs you put hot sauce on everything man make sure you check out hella hot hot sauce out there in california soon to be nationwide though and you know what i'm saying you yeah. check, check our instagram and Check out some of the places where you can actually find it from San Jose all the way up to Vallejo and everywhere in between. So We can we can pretty much say we knew him when he was just a little guy, you know. Yeah. Just starting out. Yeah. Like he branches off
1: to all the big supermarkets and Walmarts all around the world.
0: So. Exactly. Restaurants <laughs> <You know. laughs> and all that. Yeah. Shout out to Hella Hot Hot Sauce, man. Peace. But yeah, Cool Rock Ski, man. We here, man. Um yesterday, um, um, Jan- well whenever what when was it january 26 i might have my dates wrong january 26th, man um was a a day that will go down in history as one of the saddest days um in recent memory man within the last 10 years definitely between now and you know the next 10 years is this day that day is going to fall um in infamy as being one of the the ones that became um it didn't matter how old the person was they felt the impact of losing Kobe Bryant, man. What's one of your earliest memories of um, Kobe Bryant, man, the legend, Lakers, Laker legend?
1: I think my earliest memory is him just coming into the league in 1996 and having an impact as far as um, him being 17 and going on 18 and just being this um, boy wonder that was going to do miraculous things in the NBA. I think by 1998, when Michael Jordan was hanging him up and he won his last championship with the – with the Bulls when they played um, Utah Jazz, he hit the winning shot and he had, uh, you know, 16 seconds left at the winning shot. And you could see the transition was happening at that time when Kobe Bryant was going to emerge as the star. Um, the next, you know, not the next Michael Jordan, but the next one to pretty much run with the whole NBA um, title and, you know, and, and just, do, just do kind of do the same things be the ambassador of the NBA like Michael Jordan was. Be the face of the NBA is what I'm trying to say. Um, the thing is, we had they had so many people who were trying to fill those shoes and they were trying to see who was going to be next, so to speak. You know, Grant Hill, I, um, Allen Iverson, um, and, you know, Vince Carter. Um, um, yeah, Ray Allen. And Kobe, Kobe fitted those shoes pretty well. I mean, he took that and ran with it. You know, his moves were so... Jordan-esque, his, his his whole style was the way he walked, the way he conducted himself in, in interviews, and um, so he you, you knew something big was on the horizon for the NBA. They was going to be set. Um, you know, yesterday I was going through, I was on Facebook or whatever, just going through stories, and I seen somebody post a story about Kobe Bryant um, dies in a helicopter accident. I'm like the hell? You know, it sounded so weird. It's like, one of those things that sounded weird. I'm like, well, I know. April 1st is now for three months, so this is just sounds kind of weird. So the first thing I do is go on Google, because I've seen the story, and I was going to call the guy out about it. And like, why would you post something that? Day? That's kind of dumb. And then as I'm going through Google, um, I see the TMZ comes up. And I'm like, what the, you know, what the hell? I go on TMZ and I tap on there. I'm like, you can't be serious. So then that's when I saw it on TV. Now my heart just like skipped a beat. I was like, what the? You know, I'm, I'm just I'm cursing to myself. I'm like, you can't. This can't be real. You know, this can't be real. And then I turn it to the NBA channel, and I'm like, if anybody will have the 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 story about this, you got to be an NBA channel. So I turn it to the NBA channel and I'm like oh like yeah I'm like yeah it, this is real you know and uh, then the story started coming out about his daughter was
0: doing Yeah, that just yeah. oh god I was like oh my initially god, everybody thought it was it might have been all three right like all the girls right but it ended up being cuz they said it was five people at first on the helicopter um so I'm automatically right. thinking Kobe um three daughters and the pilot you know what I'm saying but it's like no well maybe so in w- somebody
1: put down Rick Fox and Rick Fox assured everybody that he wasn't on the helicopter. Yeah. Um but then their names started coming out and I was like, You gotta be kidding me, man. This is this is it's like it was like a, a, a numbing a numbing effect, like you didn't really know what to say and you just started looking at Facebook and Instagram to see people's reactions. And, uh, yeah, was, um, I mean was he was a real deal. He man. was definitely
0: one of those guys, one of those people that you feel would be around forever. You know, um we were just coming home. Right. We were just coming home from church, and um <clears throat> we were getting ready to go to a uh, somewhat of a baby shower um for one of my coworkers. And um my daughter comes out of the room, like somebody saying, you know, you know how teenagers talk. Somebody saying Kobe Bryant died. I'm like, man, get out of here with that. Tell the people who are posting that stuff to, you know tell him to get up out of here, you know? So, and she says, well, it's on TMZ now. I was like, man, well, I trust, I mean, I, TMZ is a, is a, is a reliable source to a certain degree. <clears throat> so I'm saying to myself, well, wait till I hear it on CNN or ESPN or something like that. So sure enough, right. not even five seconds later, it's on C, she says, it's on C, CNN too. Then I said, wait a minute, turn the yeah. TV on, man. Sure enough, every station you got Kobe's face, with him standing back to back with his daughter 1978 2020 it's like whoa this is really happening so i i'm i was in a state of shock
1: yeah and the thing about tmz it, yeah it, it, i'm still still it's, it's kind of calming down now because it's, you know it's um you know we i spoke about this earlier about you know us all just being humans of flesh and blood and you know these things, these things happen. Right. Um, and I'm not, I'm not even trying to make light of anything. I'm just saying like, this is, this is life. This is life. You know, um, it is what it is. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, we don't know. We don't, but nobody knows when it's going to happen and nobody knows. So when you start putting people in the echelon of saying that can't happen to this person, we're all humans of flesh and blood. You know, we, we can live in this life and we can lose this life in, in a heartbeat, you know, and and that, that's just the way things go.
0: Well, I, um, I, I guess... Know, that being
1: said, I understand.
0: Uh-huh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, like, you know, I, I guess when you see somebody who's doing superhuman things or not even superhuman, right. but just extraordinary things on and off of their court or field or in and out of the office, and you just look at these people and it's like, wow... You would think that they'll be around forever because they're giving us something every week, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's an NFL player giving us these stats every week or giving us a phenomenal game or quarterback or whatever, running back, or every maybe two or three times a week you see this NBA player flying through the air, dunking, doing all these great moves or or making a great impact on the game. It's like they're going to give their gift to us forever. That's what it seems like. But then you – so you get out of the – mentality of okay they're they're still human they had to practice they had to perfect their craft they had to you know get seek guidance and prayer and counsel from different places and all we see is the right. end result on the court and they're millionaires and it's just like they'll be here forever but like you said at the end of the day
1: well i think it's the image factor too just four years from, from retiring he's only 41 years old he was just really scratching the surface of his retirement and just doing big things like you said before he uh, he won won oscar you know he was um a big cheerleader for the WNBA. i think he he was one of the reasons why they they upped their their salary salary right um so he he was doing a lot of big things that he was becoming this global ambassador for for basketball
2: right um
1: so it's 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 um it's a lot of things that, that comes into it. I think that's why it shocked a lot of people because he was, like I said, was just really a young guy. He's only 41 years old. Um, yep. I kind of thought at one point, seeing him on the sidelines all the time and at the games or whatever, that he was going to just come back <laughs> in, for the playoffs with the with the Lakers. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Because I just thought that he still had the, you know, he still he still can give like maybe 12 to 15 points a night Absolutely, either, You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, but um,
0: but yeah, man, um, we, so, got, we, we got these phone lines, man, that's that's lighting up, man. Um, so let's go to one of the lines, man. Uh, we got let's see, line one, yeah, line one, we got Julian from San Francisco. What's up, man?
2: What's happening? What's happening? What's going on? Oh, man, on? Man, you, good. <laughs> man,
0: you live here with DJ 360 and cool rock ski 360 University podcast, man. We just tapping in with the people, man. Um, we're talking about Kobe Bryant. What do you think? What's your, imp- what's your, um, one of your greatest memories or what's your um, recollection of the impact of Kobe Bryant?
2: Man, it, it, it kind of, it's kind of surreal to be talking about this, but you know, I'm just glad I'm I'm actually here to be able to share memories and, and impact, right? Because Kobe was my era, right? And there's a lot of people that have passed, have done great things. They've contributed to culture. They've contr- contributed to standards. But Kobe was someone I looked up to from an athletics perspective, from a social perspective. And, you know, to see the demise and how it caught, kind of unfolded caught me off guard on Sunday. Um, but I would say, you know, I've been talking to a lot of my friends and you know, just kind of reflecting, and a lot of folks have been sharing that Kobe was like one of their, you know, guiding stars and like their north stars and probably one of the most impactful profiles that allow people to like realize their true potential as it related to like athletics or professional, like work ethic, right? So I think I put myself in that same in that same uh kind of understanding of what his contribution to life was, right? Um like, and being an athlete myself, I went to UC Irvine, and I was a, I ran track, and I was a jumper. And Kobe lived in Orange County, so we're talking you know 2005 to 2009. And in during the season, Kobe would pull up to the track with his Range Rover on the field and jump out and come work out with us on the track, like. The week after wow. playoffs. So we would be running on the track with Kobe. Kobe come work out in the gym with us. He was a big supporter of the UC Irvine basketball program. We used to, you know, lift weights with him in the weight room. It it was, it was It's crazy to have that memory of Kobe. And then just seeing him around town and how his involvement with the athletics program at Irvine got bigger and bigger. He used to donate game-time gear. He used to donate... Uh, you know, stuff for our uh, physical therapy. That's crazy. Like Kobe was about the, the, the furtherance of the sport, and what it meant for, you know, the youth and how that was embraced. So that's probably one of my, like, most coveted memories of Kobe and just kind of being with him running on the track and, and, and training in the gym. So he was really about that off the field work ethic, right? he wasn't about taking a vacation right after the playoffs he was right on the track conditioning so I mean, I mean, what i mean, I, you know, I, I
0: can definitely agree with that because i mean from a fan's perspective just seeing how he bounced back from a, um, a ruptured achilles or and then and then in that right. same game achilles is ruptured you walk back out onto the court with no help right. and shoot your free throws yep or when you or you yeah, know he, mean, he cracked his kneecap a little bit after that and then he still was trying to come back broken fingers. I think the story he yeah, exactly, yeah, he, he
1: did some crazy things. Definitely there's some things that uh the average player would not
2: do cuz he was all
1: about the game, all about the competition, all about the, you know, just um giving it his all on the court, you know, and leaving nothing on the court, you know what I mean? I think the story that he just told, Julian just told is is, is crazy because I think a lot of a lot of the reason why a lot of people can relate to Kobe because he wasn't like a Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan would never jump out of the car and started training with <laughs> guys. From Pope exactly. Pope. <laughs> so exactly. He, would, he wouldn't just pop up at a basketball court and say, "Who I got next?" You know. And Kobe was doing those things. You know. So that separated him from Jordan. Jordan was uh, became more of a brand than a player. Yeah. You Understand what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Especially what his yeah. career
1: was done. I think mean, Kobe was more of a he was a brand, but he was like, yeah, but I can still bust your ass in the court kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Don't get it twisted. Yeah. He was playing in the Rucker too, um, right? Yeah. He was playing in the New York,
1: in the Rucker. Oh tournament. yeah, he went he, to the Rucker. Yeah.
0: He went, he went there. Yeah.
1: And um, he was killing it. He he killed it, you
0: know. Man.
1: So he was definitely uh a more of a people person than a lot of superstar athletes. Right. And that's what a lot of people associated him with. Yeah. Know, um, Kind
0: of like a Mike Tyson just popping up out of nowhere. You're like, "What? What are you doing here?" You know? Yeah, exactly. We're just chilling. You know? yeah. <laughs> so that's how Kobe was, right? You know? So, um, um, <laughs> yeah. Julian, before yeah. we let you go, is there one game out of his 20-year career with the Lakers that stands out that you can say, "Wow, this was amazing," or you know, something that was a, a you know, just something that stood out as far as his performance or or the Laker performance during his um his Nah, I think. His legacy that he left with the Lakers,
2: I don't know if I could pinpoint it to one game. One because I think they one, there is just too much contribution to minimize it down to like one instance of, of of time. But when I think Kobe on the court, I think a trend of his ability to get to the bucket Get up over the rim and hit that reverse, and then bang on whoever was trying to guard him. Yeah. Like no one could do that. Like that was his yeah. signature. Like I'm going to the hole. I'm about to be on the other side, and I'm a dunk on you real quick, and I'm a fall and look at you. Like that was a signature, like a fadeaway. Like I don't know anybody who perfected that move as he did repeatedly. Right. Yeah. So if if there's one, you know, kind of. Image that I want to leave is that ability to rise, overcome, work through it, and then bang on you on the other end. Like
1: so, oh, when like he jumped at Yao thing. Ming,
2: that was just sick,
1: man. He jumped yeah. on Yao Ming. And he don't yeah. so many people, but that Yao Ming don't
2: like it, like our seven foot three was just crazy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just yeah. Re- ridiculous, ridiculous.
2: So, so yeah, definitely th- goes down as. Yeah,
0: yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you for calling in. Please share. Um, Share the the podcast with with you know your your friends and please uh, you know spread the word let them know that we're here and we're we're alive we're all over the you know internet space and um you know thank you for calling in and we look forward to talking to you again thank you for sharing your thoughts off
2: top the yay is in the area the bay
0: is in the area all right
2: y'all all All right much love
0: Peace. peace
1: Brothers like me had to work for mine Eight years on the mic and I'm not joking Sir Too Short coming straight from Oakland California, home of the rock Eight woofers in the truck beating down the block Short dog, I'm that rapping man I said it before and I say it again Life is too short Too short
0: yeah, man. Um, shout out to the Bay Area. Shout out to San Francisco, Oakland. Um, you know, the Warriors had a great um, run. You know, with the championships and everything. And um, Kobe Bryant was um, man. One, one, one. Um, one experience I had. Um, I've never met him. I've never seen him in person, in real life. But I took a trip to Houston one time. Cool. And um, I was out there with a group of friends. And um, the hotel I was staying in was right across from the Toyota Center downtown Houston and right. I get into the hotel and I'm like let me just see what's going on in Houston tonight cuz I had to, I was in town for a conference. So I go on the internet and I see that the Lakers were in town playing against the Rockets. So I said man I'm right across the street. Let me go down here and see if I can catch a glimpse of, you know, any action going on. And I this is something I'm not proud of, but I made my way into the building without without having the ticket. You know, I, somebody all turned right. somebody turned their head and I slid in, you know, it was exciting and you know. So I get all the way down to um, maybe three rows away from the floor next to the visitor's um, tunnel where they come out. And I look up at the clock, and it's about, like, maybe 57 minutes until the game is about to start. And I said, I'm just going to stay here just to see Kobe come out because I want to see I, I want to get a glimpse right. of Kobe Bryant. And um, they kept calling. My, my friends that were out to dinner, you know, we just got in town. So they were out to dinner, and they they were calling me, like, where are you? We're we about to eat dinner. I'm like, man, I'm at this – Toyota Center. So I felt kind of guilty not going with them because we came out here together, out to Houston together, and I was like, let me just... So now it's like 35 minutes until game time. Jeremy Lin and all the Rockets and James Harden, all of them are out there warming up. The Lakers haven't even hit... I think Luke Walton's out there, and, it, you know, the bench players were out there warming up. I said, I'm going to stay here until Kobe comes out. But my my coworkers wanted me to, you know, come back, and I made the decision, Let me let me just be loyal to them and leave. So I left the arena... Went back and had dinner dinner with him, which was great, but I missed the opportunity to get a glimpse of Kobe Bryant, man, and um, that's uh, one thing that'll stick with me forever. Like I didn't see him, you know, and uh, right. But but the energy, it was a sold out arena. The in, the energy of the arena was so high because the Lakers were in town, you know, and um, right. That's just something that sticks out to me, man. So,
1: I mean, for me, with Kobe, it had it. To be honest with you, I'm just being 100 honest. I come from the era of Magic Johnson that transitioned, that transitioned into um, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and those guys. Um, so for me, right, to see Kobe Bryant take that mantle, uh, take that baton, so to speak, and, and run with it, it had to grow on me because I was still such a, I was still stuck in the whole um, 80s. Um, Nineties basketball, you understand what I'm saying. So it was like um, a lot of things had to go on me with Kobe, but he he won my respect because of the way the way he played the game, how hard he played the game, yeah, and yeah. how he never complained about the, the hard fouls. Um, there was a lot of players who who didn't like him because he was so good. You know, it was like they were saying, "Well, he's just overrated." You know he's overrated. It's like no, he he he's that good. He's that guy. you had right? to find something on him to to make to, to make them think that he wasn't that good. You understand? Yeah, what I'm
0: yeah. So, you know Matt um, Barnes. You remember that? Remember the Matt Barnes when he right? Um Flinched right. the ball at him and Kobe did not blink. I thought that he was flinch. Like, yeah, he did not flinch, man. It was like he didn't flinch. Um, um, Yep. You know those
1: battles they had with the Knicks. You know they only play like twice a year, and at that time the Knicks were still they were an aging basketball team, and, and the Lakers were this young, vibrant team that were tough. I mean, they they didn't have the Lakers, that the Knicks tough, but they were they were tough, tough as well. And those battles, and, and you know them battling Utah to get out that that Western Conference, and I can never forget that two thousand. Um, Western Conference Finals oh, yeah. that they had with Portland Trailblazers, yes. which to me, to this day, is one of the greatest conference finals I've ever seen. I mean, they were going back and forth because Portland had so many, um, Portland had so so many, so much talent, so many weapons. And Scottie Pippen came along to that team, and he was kind of the leader of that. But they had Rashid Wallace. They had Sabonis. They, I mean, they had weapons.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And you know, and Lakers had weapons. They had um, you know, Brian Shaw, of course, Kobe Bryant, and, and Shaq, and you know, and was Oreo or, or on team?
0: I think I don't. I don't know if he came until two thousand one when he hit that shot. Right?
1: Was that right? Right. Year, right. The
0: year a year later, because I think yeah, I think it, it was, was, was a year later. later. Yeah, but um, but yeah, but they yeah, they yeah. were going. At it, man, and it took,
1: and they were up by thirteen in the fourth quarter. I think it was like nine minutes left. Portland was up by by thirteen points, and Shaq and Kobe just took that whole game over. Yep. And when he threw that lob to Shaq, and you could see Shaq, the like the the look on his face was like, "Yo, we are gonna win this?" We like, win you know. It. But um, yeah, and and yeah. that started that whole three year run of just um the, the, them just um three peating. You know, and beating Philly, and then um, they beat no, they beat they beat Indiana first, and they beat Philly, then they beat um, the New Jersey Nets. So um, yeah, they won three in a row. You know, nobody done that until the the 90s the ninety six to ninety eight Bulls won three in a row,
0: and they right. even won three in a row. Right, man.
1: And, um, you know, Ryan, then Shaq man. left, and the whole team was his. You know. And, uh, yeah, yeah. He just he and he just got another one after
0: that. You know, he he got one without Shaq. You know, which made the world take notice that you know i can do this too i'm a leader i can make this make this happen myself too right and, and you know what man um losing losing kobe is a is a great loss but you have to feel for and, and um his his wife um oh yeah losing yep, you know. a daughter losing her husband um i just and like i heard today earlier i just pray that um, the NBA and Los Angeles and the world just puts their arms around around um, his family, his dad, you know, um, his mom, his sisters, everybody who had love for Kobe and was you know in his immediate circle. I pray for them, but especially for Vanessa and his three daughters and his parents. Man, um, we we want to send special uh, um, token of love to you guys. If you if you if this podcast episode ever reaches your ears. We want you to know that um, we're praying for you and your family. 360 University, DJ 360, and Cool Rock. We out here, um, really, you know, hoping that you all find peace in this time of loss. Because the world lost Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, the entertainer, the the Oscar winner, the the great interviewer, the the celebrity. But but you all lost a husband. You lost a father. You lost a son. You know, cousin good friend and all of that. Yeah. So um, brother, daughter. yeah, um, he lost his daughter, man. It's And they say she was shaped. And to I, be...
1: I think that's the part that really touched, hurt a lot of people was the fact that the, you know, two 13 year old girls on that helicopter as well. Um, you know, his, his daughter. And I mean, it, it's just, it's just hard to talk about because you can't even put, put it into context of, of what just happened. I mean, the only thing you can do is just share memories of, of Kobe Bryant, um, just being this loving father and this incredible basketball player. You know, um, I, I just don't want people to start with the whole conspiracy theory craps and yeah. Illuminati did this. And I mean, it, it's, it, it's, you know, this is life. This is, this is the thing we have to accept in life. You know, um, if yeah. you're going to love to live, you're going to have to accept death. Yes. You know, and I'm not saying that's just like um Cody Bryant and you know, his daughter or his family. I'm just saying that this is just the life that we live.
0: Um, exactly. Um. You
1: know, we live and then between that we, we, we were born, between that we live and then when our time is, is out it's just pretty much up. That's you up. Man. We don't know when that yeah. time is gonna
0: and, be. And up. you know what I thought you know what I've yeah. thought about over the years, man, is the fact that if we actually knew when our day was we would live differently. You know what I'm saying? We would, we would eat better. We would, you know, be in shape. We would laugh a lot more if we knew that the time, this is just my opinion. Um, if we knew when our date of demise was, whether it's through violent means, whether it's through natural causes or whatever, I think we would use this time in a more wise way. Um, as opposed to some of the frivolous things that we worry about on a day to day basis, you know what I'm saying? Um, my dad always told us that we used to say, you know, man, tomorrow's not promised. My dad would say, man, the next second, the next minute isn't, isn't promised. So live in the now. Yeah, n- yeah, exactly. You know, pray for exactly. pray for others and whatever your higher power is. Uh, you know.
1: Um, yeah, I mean that gets me to saying that I'm a I'm a believer in God. I'm a believer in Christ. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So what you just said about um, if we knew. So being that I'm a, I'm a follower of Christ, if I was to know when I was going to die, my whole purpose of praying to God every day would just to be try to get into the kingdom of heaven. Because I'd be trying to do something. You understand what I'm saying? I'd be trying to do something good to say, well, I'm leaving on this day, so I'm going to just put in a bid to God to say, hey, I was praying every day. I was living by your words.
0: Right. but being
1: that i we don't know where we're going to live this is why you pray God you pray to God anyway yeah because yeah. we don't know Yep. you understand what I'm saying exactly. so um so that's exactly. the thing that, that that when I say that um when i say I always tell people i'm I'm not afraid to leave the world you know what I'm saying because it's like I lived good so whatever, whatever I got whatever I was blessed with I was blessed with it for a reason and I used it to the best of my ability. And when when it was no longer when I was no longer um available so to speak to, to the powers that be that that the, for the industry I was in, it was like, All right, cool. Time is up. You can go on and do all your things. You understand right. what I'm saying? Because right. when your time is up, you don't keep trying to push for something, you keep pushing because you're gonna find something that you don't want. After a while, if you keep pushing and pushing for it,
0: that's right. Sometimes you got to
1: fall back from it and find other avenues. You know what I'm saying? And um, so it, we we don't know. I mean, Kobe Bryant is a, is an iconic figure because he played the game of basketball, and he wanted to he wanted to just to to give his life lessons to people around the world about the game of basketball and how it taught him to be a man and taught him to be a great father and this great person that they see. You understand what I'm saying? Um, so you know, he lived a beautiful life. Yeah. Um and it's right. not even the, the the finances that he gained from the game of basketball. It's the knowledge and and like I said, just being this this, this beautiful loving husband and father to his children. Right, right. And that's yep. pretty much all you can ask for outside from being the black mama, you were Kobe Bryant, the father and husband. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so you need that black the... mama stuff
0: Yeah, that's the ultimate legacy is what you're leaving for your kids and your family and what, you know, how they're able to sustain over the next, you know, generations of your family. That's definitely the truth, man. So um, as we wrap up, man, um, everybody out there um, from the 360 University podcast, we want you all to tell someone that you love, that you love them. Hug your mom and dad. Call them if you can. Brothers and sisters, just, you know, just go out cousins good friends whatever do something good for someone at least twice a week if you can and you know let this be a wake-up call that anyone can be taken from the face of this earth at any given second and we should live our life understanding that and try to live the best life that we can drama free if possible um with no ill intentions toward anyone Life deals with certain situations and different cards that were dealt every single day. So let's make the best of it. Let's, let's make um, 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 every day that we're breathing a great day. Um, I heard someone say, you know, right. how you doing? Oh, man, I'm above ground. So every day I'm breathing is great. Any day above ground is, is good for me, you know. So, But right. you can find the 360 University podcast all over places where you can find podcasts including Spotify, including Apple Music, Google Play Music, um all over, you know, Stitcher and any other podcast um platforms. And, you know, um, also check our SoundCloud page, uh Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 360 University 1, we can be found. We're all over the place and we're about this is our 10th episode. And cool, yo, we got some we got some uh interviews coming up, man. I know we've been promising the people some interviews, but we got some coming up. We got some things in the works, um, and we're gonna hit y'all off. Yeah, we're gonna bust them over the head with some good interviews coming real soon. Um, yeah, but, but this is the three- I'm
1: excited about these interviews that's coming up, especially oh, yeah. with the um, the one brother. I want to just um just have a real hour long, maybe damn near hour and a half long talk with. Yeah, know, to get his perspective and his insight of what's going on in the music industry, what's going on with hip hop, what's going on with him. You right. know, so I'm just excited about that.
0: Yes, yes. So you all stay tuned. Shout out to our sponsors, Hella Hot Hot Sauce. Um, shout out to our caller that called in, Julian from San Francisco. Shout out to the Bay Area. Shout out to the whole state of California, as a matter of fact. And shout out to you know Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, Kobe Bryant's hometown. Shout out. Much love to Vanessa, Kobe Bryant's wife, and his um, the three three children that he left behind, his um, his parents, his family um make sure you guys don't post or entertain anything that is demeaning or any of these negative memes that might go around negative stuff yeah. you know i heard somebody say something dumb like you can't even yell kobe's name when you shoot something in the trash anymore you know how you say kobe hey like you can't say his name anymore right like come on man um let's keep it all death is not a serious thing until it happens to you or somebody close to you so let's right. let's let's show some love and um Mercy for other people, but that's us. That's it. That's us here. Three Sixty University Podcast. We'll be back at you with Episode Eleven next week. We're right here, Episode Ten. Yes, um, we wanted it to be a big episode, but we felt like this was a necessary, immediate, um, almost an emergency episode that we had to do. Episode Ten. It just so happens that it's about the the loss of um, of Kobe Bryant. He passed away January 26, two thousand twenty. Long live 824, man. Um, and we're signing off. We'll catch y'all next week. This is your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360, along with...
1: Legendary Kurok Ski from the legendary Fat Boys.
0: Yes, yes, y'all. And we'll check y'all. Episode 11, 360 University, and we out. Peace. Second, seconds to go off the clock by not being close to a man. They'd love to get it into Nash's hands,
2: and they do. Yeah, they Go well, knocked away. Stolen by Parker. Oh, no. Here comes George to Kobe Bryant, Bryant inside, it's good, it's good, tie game. Seven-tenths of a second remaining.